0: It's the 10 to 1 podcast with your host, Brad Oman, featuring Ben Conowitz and Nate Laux. And here's the podcast. Not, not as good. Not as good as the last couple of No, hours, that's so. how you, know you fucking do it, you morons! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Come
1: on. We tried our worst.
0: Like listening to two people who don't know how to read try to do an audio book. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what,
2: we give you so much crap for it until it's you start hard. doing Wait it. Wait a minute, you're Wait, like, what? I what? I don't what do you, know what? you say? I do uh, Is he the host first? <laughs> no, 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 no he, he makes himself the host. <laughs> uh, what, the, uh, what? 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 Uh, let me let me say though, because Ben was giving me crap last week. And I want to go on record by saying, I just checked our stats for how our listens, you know, my listens are higher than yours, my episode that I did. So I assume that I did a much better job at the introduction. Because people turned it off right after you did yours, Ooh, so
3: rough.
1: yeah, no, I had to do Jacob the arrested guy in <laughs> <laughs> Australia. I feel like you I, got to do freaking the, the return of Justin Timberlake. I think that probably has a lot more. Well, to okay, he did not. But Jacob Melordy
0: is hot. Yeah, S- but S- got, SNL made it very clear
1: <laughs> Jacob Melordy is hot. Yeah, we, that we, was we, the only premise to every
0: we, sketch they we did. We covered
1: that, Brad. If you would have listened.
0: Uh, so let's talk about the Jacob Elordi episode. <laughs> no, I,
2: I will give my it's brief- to, it's, It is good to have you back, buddy. It Thank is good you. No, that. no, it
0: is, it's It's good to be- It honestly feels like it's been so long since I've been away. I, I went to London for work. I came back. I got sick. Thankfully, hey, hey, it wasn't COVID, it, let,
2: let's, but- Let's uh, skip over that. Let's let's humble brag a little bit. What were you doing in London? No, I, no, 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 no. It's a humble Brad. Yeah.
0: Yes, it's true. I, I went to London uh, to attend a press junket for Matthew Vaughn's movie, Argyle. Uh, where I got to interview people like John Cena and Brian Cranston and Bryce Dallas Howard. And How large is John Miranda Cena? DeBose. He's very big. He was sitting down, so I didn't get like the full- Is his head big? His head seems it big. It is. He's just very thick in general. Have just, you ever just... met
1: Peyton Manning? I haven't. Because I was going to uh,
2: compare their heads. Like, was no, the, big, the very, larger head? I
0: think John Cena's head is bigger, but they, it does have a similar shape.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, does John Cena have as big of a forehead, though? No. No no.
0: Pink manic has not. a seven yeah. head. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he knows that.
2: But hey, I, I do want to talk about Argyle because they saw it, but we're going to talk about that on GoFlix yourself. Indeed. Okay? We are.
0: And I, I will just briefly say, uh the the last two episodes of S N L were underwhelming for the most part. Uh the Jacob Ballordi episode was the worst, worst of the yep. two. Agreed. Um they yeah, all they did was talk about how hot he was. I did like the bowling sketch. I thought that was very funny.
2: Um, I don't even remember that episode,
0: honestly. The, the the pacing though was like it was it was rough because he's not very skilled at, at comedy. So like and no. also whenever he does an American accent, I don't know if
2: he's even that good at acting. No, is he? he's not very good. He's
0: he's a pretty good actor, but whenever uh, he does an American whenever he does an American accent on SNL though, it always sounds like hey, he's from New York. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, hey yo, oh, <laughs>
1: um, but the, and then, yeah, but, I just don't know. The uh, audition process just for me
0: wasn't wasn't that bad. And Dakota Johnson like kind of felt like she was on Quayle's the whole episode. She's and, just so stilted. We talked about yeah, her stilted delivery. The only good everything. sketch like. By by far was the please don't destroy roast
1: like oh, that, yep. was, that was so really hilarious. hilarious and it was so just because good. they let her be a bitch you know well no and they, they did the nepotism thing like yeah. if she if does it, that really believably if yeah. you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna do a roast and but then you you pull punches of course the audience doesn't respect even that. even the
0: return of justin Timberlake like i felt like the the barry Gibb talk show it was like okay i guess i
1: said that
2: yeah like i, I mean I, I just felt off to me i was nostalgic about it it was nice to have them back I just uh, was like, wow, something's missing. Yeah, here. but it felt, just,
1: well, I just said that Jimmy Jimmy
2: Fallon's voice just can't do it anymore. Oh yeah, it's good. It felt messy. It just it felt just, messy. It has felt like the last many episodes. But this is a new episode. There have, no, but I I want to say this. There have <sighs> been a couple timing issues in just camera work, and yeah. and timing for the cast members. It just seems like there's direction off in these. Sketches. However, we Nate and I, uh, and even before that, Brad had started talking about how the fact that
1: the host really does have yep. so much more to do with it yeah, than the writer. It
0: sets the pace for the sketch it, and, and, and it can throw everything it off. It throws
1: the direction off. If if you were behind mm-hmm. and they're waiting, then they're like, Okay, and I, I guess we're gonna wait. Fuck, we have to wait, keep waiting. Yeah. Okay, cut to two. And now Keenan's like, Are we is it on me? Yeah, exactly. That really
2: ruins and, it and that didn't happen when? This episode. Nope. And there's mm-hmm. a couple of Dakota Johnson sketches that you and I talked about that are would have been are good sketches and they're would've well written. Would have been great with In a better the hands performer. of someone like Ayo uh, Edebrey Who Edebre. hosted
0: the third episode of 2024 By far the best episode of the year Yeah uh, episode of the year So yeah uh, for those of you who, who, If you maybe didn't know before this Ayo uh is the co-star of The Bear She just won an Emmy for you her guys role watch the, the show bear? Yes. Love The Bear, Love it's the bear. Amazing if show If you haven't watched The Bear do yourself a favor uh, After this podcast It is yeah.
2: We're in the shadow of Chicago Where we're at Where we record this at And it is a love letter To the city of Chicago I love it so much In the so best much. way it's In the yeah. best awesome. way It's with awesome And
0: it's foodie. also a very High anxiety show too So be prepared Which, for that Which for
2: most people In Chicago live with So Yeah,
1: but yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, all, uh, def- all of our families In Northwest Indiana Are like this is normal what Yeah, What are you talking about, about yeah. Yeah, You're so, fighting over the holidays That's what we do
0: <laughs> So Ayo Adebari Hosted uh, this episode It's her first time hosting Jennifer Lopez Was the musical guest um, And yeah Let's just dig into to The episode Because it is it's a really good episode I think for the yeah. most part yeah,
2: lots to talk about. All right. CNN Town Hall, South Carolina Cold Open, written by Mike DiCenzo, Allison Gates, James Austin Johnson, Colin Jost, and Jake Nordwind. Gail King, played by Punky Johnson, and Charles Barkley, played by Keenan Thompson, hosted a town hall with Donald Trump, played by James Austin Johnson. The sketch also featured performances by Michael Longfellow, Heidi Gardner, Devin Walker, as Tim Scott, and Ayo
0: Adebary. Ayo, I'm going to get We're going to get
2: Yep. Uh, there was a also a cameo appearance by Governor Nikki Haley. Did you guys let, let's? I, I want to get into some some tea about this that I saw online afterwards. Let's talk about the performance of the sketch. Um, we're in the political season right now. It, it's not about having political cold opens. We're gonna get those. Do you think they did anything in this that was worth mentioning? Uh,
0: so I uh, I appreciated. Throwing a curveball by having Gail King and Charles Barkley yes. be the host of the town hall, yes. it was a nice way to mix it up because they actually do have a real show. Um, is yeah, it called I, King Charles? It is. Yeah, it is. Holy yeah, shit! I thought so, that was made yeah, up. No, no, like, and, and I don't I, know why
2: I'm not
1: watching it. No, but honestly, I was <laughs> like, I was like good for you writers that's a really clever thing to do no, no, they, no they do
0: have a real show uh but yeah so that was kind of a funny spin on otherwise it would have been just let's just repeat exactly what happened yep, yep. and the one bit with uh james austin Johnson, as trump that i did like was him finding the conspiracy theories among taylor swift's uh mm. album track list mm-hmm. i thought you know and they've done something similar like that before where they, he, he runs well, They used through. to do it where they all hit and
3: then yeah
1: the the only thing uh, to speak to that the only thing i didn't really love is that i don't know why you don't just spend a little extra time and like connect those other three things because it's it, to me, it is a little lazy to be like, and three things that I couldn't really come up with. And that feels like the writers being like, three things I really couldn't come but, up but with. But that also in itself is
0: kind of like a joke what, on Donald Trump, Trump, Trump because like, yeah.
1: obviously he's not going to make sense of everything because sure. he's just a fucking idiot. Sure, so. sure.
0: No, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, uh, kind of a dud, you know, uh, the usual kind of shit. Uh, And also, I'm going to throw it out there and just talk about how frustrating it is uh, to give somebody like Nikki Haley screen time on SNL. I
2: I do want to talk about that because Bowen Yang had a bit of a passive aggressive post. I don't know if you guys saw this about Nikki Haley uh, appearing on the show, but then took it down. Yeah. uh, Because it was was a a picture of- of Lauren was like, hey,
1: after James Chappelle's shit, we got to wrap this up, Bowen.
0: It was a picture of a welcome card that said, "You know, Ambassador Haley, uh, thank you, I'm coming to SNL, blah, blah, blah. From Lauren and everyone. From Lauren and everyone. Um, and, and everyone, yeah, he put everyone smiley face. That's all he put on Instagram yeah. with a picture of the car. But did delete it. Yeah. And
2: so I'm sure. So, so they've had Elon Musk on here, which after Elon became crazy, they had him. Uh, they've had Donald Trump in 2015. W- what do you guys think about this? So he,
0: here's the thing I, that I, I will, I will. Defend to a certain extent. is SNL has always given Republicans and Democrats even time. John you know? McCain hosted. John McCain, Sarah Palin has been on. You know they 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 have fun with politicians. The problem is is the landscape has changed so much, and there's so much the more that's toxic about it now that giving some of these people a platform. Uh, In the same way, like the worst one that really just was like a kind of game changer overall for how how this works was having Donald Trump host leading up to the election because it normalized his bullshit and his nonsense and his toxicity and all that shit. And so it it let
1: everybody know, oh, look, even the liberals know that he's a
2: real candidate and this is a real, yeah, it's just like a crazy uncle Donald, yeah. And
0: so now when you bring in people who are saying, you know, crazy things and stupid, ignorant bullshit and like, Giving them time to be like uh, f- poke fun at themselves, but not really, because like even having Iowa debris you know, uh, bring up the slavery that uh, was Civil so War thing, hard to watch. Yeah, because
1: she clearly gave her that smirk like you fucking bitch. Yeah, and for real. And then, oh yeah, I should have probably said that the first. You couldn't come up with anything else. I know, right? And a little bit more of a. One, and that's, a, that's
0: the thing. It was like it was almost like a, like gave her, they gave fuck. her they gave her a window to like kind of apologize, Ew, except not really. It was horrible. Yeah, I it really rubbed me the wrong
1: way. Yeah, I probably should have said that the first time is not an apology. Like, if if in that moment, honest to God, if in that moment, Nikki Nikki Haley would have been like, I want to take a real moment to say I was wrong. Yeah. That could have been, honestly, kind of impactful, but instead yeah. of,
3: they're like, <laughs> yeah, Ugh.
1: I was
2: so wrong. This is the answer. I exactly, have put, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm a, I, I've am learned so much, and I am so sorry. But she Would have been awesome. And but she, she won't,
0: and she's trash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she's so.
2: not going to win anyway. Uh, but, so... <laughs> well, I, I know I'm voting for Trump, so... Well, that's a secret to nobody that listens to our podcast, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I kind of want to cut that. Just, <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so... Obviously, it's going to be Trump and Biden this coming year. Do you think they're going to bring either one of them onto the show? I mean, Trump no, got it. Trump no, I no for like sure. Just can't. They just can't. But will they bring Biden?
0: I mean, I just don't think he's got the time. Yeah, between the, like all the naps. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um,
3: so Kam-
0: Kamala Harris maybe. Sure, Ka- Kamala
3: Harris. They
2: brought in. I think they brought in Pete Buttigieg once when he was running uh, for the primary. Um, no, no one. I mean, this is not a political. We should call this, but um, no one is going to be running against Biden. I mean, they're running against Biden right now. They're just not. Nothing's competing. Gonna, just like matter, there's yeah. a couple like Marianne Williams and kind of character okay. yeah, or
0: Gorgon Flembo <laughs> Honestly.
2: Gorgon 2024.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, that was cold open.
2: Uh, a couple high points, but... Uh, also, I, I learned... I don't know if this is true, but I did read this because I always check. Uh, I learned, but uh, I don't know if this is yeah, true. Yeah, well, Thanks, I, I read...
3: <laughs>
0: the election... Uh, <laughs> I got, a, I got, a, I got an email ranked. from
2: my great aunt about this, so I'm going to share it. But I, I, I did read it from Life from New York on uh, Reddit that AOC was actually in the audience of that episode this weekend. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so... Uh, one of the audience members that was there said AOC was there.
0: That's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ben. Uh, she's uh, on Congress. And seemed to be
2: having a great time.
3: I know who she
1: is.
2: <laughs> she was a bartender. All right, That's why Ben knows who she yeah. is.
0: <laughs> Moving on. Ayo Edebri? Ayo. Ayo. Damn. Wow. Fucking hell, man. I know. It's going to be bad. Ayo
2: Yes. Ayo Edebri. I.O. Adebery. Yep. I'm not going to get that. All right. (laughs) Written by Mike DiCenzo, Alex English, Jake Norwood, and Gary Richardson. As she hosts for the first time, actress I.O. Adebery discusses... Did I do that right? You did. All right. Discusses preparing for a role on The Bear and shares some ideas she wanted to submit to SNL. Was I.O. crying? Or getting emotional? Yeah, she definitely got emotional when I she loved when that, she said that it line. was like
0: a dream come true like it kind of like crept up on her. She was like,
2: "Oh boy." Yep. I loved that. Yeah. I love when um hosts feel the moment because it was organic. This is a big for, for anybody that loves comedy, a as, as stand-up comedian, should, so This I is Mount Rushmore. Did this not, is big.
1: Did not know her background in stand-up in, in New York. Mm-hmm. So clearly, I mean she mentioned it 3 times. Yeah. And so she she's clearly very passionate and to, you know it's a real starter for the bottom. Now I'm here for moment for real for her, and to see her get that catch in her throat. Yep. And you know she she walked out like a fucking boss. By the way, she looked incredible. Yeah. She had command immediately. Great. Oh, delivery. I won't go
0: that far. I do feel like you could I tell thought she was nervous. Yeah, you could tell she was nervous. She she didn't it didn't she didn't let it like necessarily. Ruin it, but you could tell that she was slowly getting for comfortable a former, as it went on. For a
2: stand-up, she seemed pretty tied to the yeah, cutesies, in I agree, my opinion. I agree, which I don't blame her. I would be all. as yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get it.
1: At the same time, though, I think that the fact that the monologue was, so, in my opinion, was so good. Yeah, like I, I immediately. Was on her side, and again, oh, I said she's this over so
2: adorable and fun when, and when, like when wonderful. The, when the
1: it. host comes out and they they do the monologue, you're going to see what kind of show it's going to be. Of course, mm-hmm. you will know if it's honestly going to be a good episode or not. That's that's really a good telltale point where this person is is committed and and affable enough to pull this off. And yes, even though the nerves, but she still pushed through and was. Oh, great and it was good. It monologue.
2: was good. The I, I wrote down the hop unto it now. Um which you know, <laughs> the idea of having Keenan saying that. I can actually see it. Um yeah. a sketch doing that, but uh
1: and just even her even leaning to the side and say, burn it. Like yeah. just it takes which like, seemed to
2: be almost her little personality coming yeah, exactly. out, you know, like like, like it just who she really is, you know. Uh, I loved it. You like it? What did you think?
0: I did, yeah. I like I, I like her and I like this, and that's I like it's, her and I like this. <laughs> this is fun.
2: All right. Why'd you say it? Written by Mike DeSento and Jake nordwind game show contestants played by Io. Uh, Andrew Smooks and Mikey Day answer questions about comments they left on Instagram. Kenan Thompson plays the role of the game show host, Danny Donigan. Hey, Brad. why'd you say it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, I always love when they do a game show bit that turns into like breaking down like the, these like social things that happen that no one like. Actually, What's that name? Yeah. Um, so like, and the comments are like just so perfect and like amatic of what oh. actually is out there.
1: And like, I like that it's a real one, but because it's a real Drew Barrymore clip. Oh yeah, you know that's awesome. Exactly, die. die. <laughs> and people
2: did make fun of that of online quite yeah. a bit. But, Still would smash. But I do see these comments online all the time. And I'm like, who's writing this stuff? Yeah,
0: like I love the the, side- um, the sidebar one too. When Keenan Thompson said said people who say cool on a trailer that's on YouTube <laughs> when you could have just smiled to yourself and went about your day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, listen to Go Flick
2: Yourself where we review trailers. By yes. the way.
0: But we don't post on YouTube. We don't. No, we shouldn't. Yeah. we're not cool enough for that. Anyway, uh,
1: so uh, the only thing that uh, was, I mean, I, I like that for the first time in a long time, you, you said we like, like, you know, meet your second wife. Uh, what's that name? All of these making fun of the contestants. For the first time, Mikey Day's character just gets, nope, yeah, and just yeah, walks out. I love that, yeah. And that's an escalation of all of these kind of very similar (laughs) premises. Finally, we got one. It's like, why would you actually be on that show? And he'd walked away. And then they filled it in with somebody. And I loved it because they didn't reintroduce the premise. He goes, you'll figure
2: it out. Yeah. (laughs) I loved it. I love sketches that have enough bit of truth to it. And it reminded me, because I I think this all the time, because I I watch um, different clips on YouTube. I'm on YouTube more than I've ever been because there's different things that are on there that I want to watch. And there are always comments on a YouTube clip or an Instagram reel where it is just, why would anyone yeah. feel the need to comment on that? Yeah. So I love this bringing... Other people have noticed. These writers noticed it. Let's bring this in and make... In make Congress, hot. At a party, <laughs> mid. Still <laughs> yeah. smash, though. And AOC, clearly, in
1: the audience for that. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, that's funny. That yeah, is I didn't even, never even yeah, thought yeah, didn't about, think that. about that. yeah. If that's true. Alright, moving on. Dune Popcorn Bucket, written by Dan Bulla and Stephen Castillo, a group of teenagers played by Io... Oh, oh well, hold on. Before we make jump,
0: uh, let's talk about the uh reference that was made during that sketch because Iowa debris Oh yeah yeah, ca- yeah. the why would you say it sketch yeah, Let's move back makes again. a stealthy allusion to something that was kind of swirling around online cuz just before SNL uh came together There was a resurfaced clip that Io Edebiri had talked about uh, when she was on a podcast. I forget which podcast, uh, but the subject of... Jennifer This is quite a while ago, right? Yeah, years ago. Uh, The subject of Jennifer Lopez came up, and Io Edebiri said, you know what one of the biggest scams is? Jennifer Lopez performing uh, at the Super Bowl because uh, she can't sing. Uh, She's she's not a singer. She's (laughs) she's a a dancer, and she goes on this whole diatribe basically making fun of Jennifer Lopez and that she can't really sing and, and all that stuff. Uh, and it's like, it's someone who's just like being silly and like talking about stuff and making fun of celebrities. But and it's
1: also somebody who goes, I'm never going to be on that level. Right. So why would I ever get in trouble and, for saying and this? And as we um, said, Jennifer Lopez was the musical guest in this episode. <laughs> uh, so, we say dumb things all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm never like, going to meet, you know, like you're never going to meet Travis Kelsey for real.
0: Oh God, I hope
1: so. <laughs> I <laughs> hope I'll put yeah like show
0: your stupid bearded face to me and let let's talk. How do you not like? I mean, yeah, he's, he's becoming he's more and more likable. No, no, time. you know, honestly, I think he's getting less likable. <laughs> oh
1: my god, no, Not even.
0: Yeah, these? no, he's becoming not more of a close. douche bro. Did, no, did you did see he's she, humble? She, he's no, humble. She, he's no, humble. Did you see what him and Mahomes were doing to the to the kicker during you, the championship no, game? No, that was
2: fu- the kicker needed that the no, kicker no, was being a jerk. Fuck him. The kicker was being a jerk. Just just a bunch of bros
0: broing it up, fucking throwing the ham skin around. Patrick Mahomes
2: could have rolled his
0: ham
1: I didn't even know that you were a Republican.
0: Uh, but it's you know it only just,
1: when it comes. <laughs> Travis like, they're just it's a it's a conspiracy theory because Travis Kelsey. Wow,
2: Brad. No,
0: Travis Kelsey sucks. Still sucks. Always will suck. Wow. Hey, suck, hey suck.
2: Taylor's never getting with you. Yeah, buddy.
0: I don't need her to get with me. I just need her to not be with Travis. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna get married and have
2: babies. Uh, if I yeah. can't have her, no one will. <laughs> Brad <Froman. laughs>
0: Uh No, no. If he was dating Jennifer Lawrence, then
1: he'd be murdered.
2: <laughs> Oh, how great would that be if he breaks up with Taylor Swift? Oh, and, my oh, God. Brad would uh, – you know it what? would be the end of Brad. Nate,
1: Nate Laux and I would have a special midweek podcast on SNL. Just, really just be like, Brad's on here, just here because just he's laughing. in the hospital in, on the seventh floor. so m- – <laughs> oh, my <at> <laughs> goodness. But, but no, so in, during this
0: sketch – uh, io debri's character has a moment where she like has a breakdown basically when she after being attacked for the comments that make online and she goes you know what no maybe it's just sometimes you're 24 and you're stupid and like you make comments about something and like you don't really know what you're talking about and you don't mean it and like maybe we could just like let it go you know and like so it's a reference to her to what had happened because it obviously went public and that kind of thing so it was a fun way of her to address it you know so
1: and I was telling these guys before the podcast, I'm so dumb, I didn't see, I didn't know anything about that. Even I, though I sent Ben
0: uh, the TikTok clip in the thread that we have where we talk about our podcast. I saw it.
2: I don't hey, re- hey re- Brad,
0: I see you. I appreciate it, and,
1: uh, Anyway, I thought that this was an allusion to Shane Gillis' coming back to host SNL, and I thought maybe she was, they were letting the groundwork. Who, ground who has
2: said he will commit oh. suicide if he ever hosts SNL?
1: Yeah, yeah, and so like, well, on, fingers crossed on a on a podcast previously. That's why he didn't get the show in the first place. I thought maybe that's what they were
2: doing. Obviously not. So there we go. All right, Dune popcorn bucket written by Dan Bulla and Stephen Castillo. A group of teenagers played by Ayọ Adeberi. Bowen Yang Marcelo Hernandez Devin Walker and Chloe Trost sing a song about a special night had you guys heard of this dune popcorn thing this oh yeah fucking ass have I you been sleeping anywhere under a rock somewhere so do either of be- you have one no. no no, but I'm
0: gonna get one I'm gonna get one <laughs> and I'm gonna need some time to myself and you don't worry about what I do with it mom uh, no no this I mean this was a joke that like went all over oh, viral immediately it, the The bucket had leaked after like someone who I think well, worked, why did it worked, leak uh, after someone had worked at AMC posted a picture of it and everyone immediately it was like, oh, that's a that someone's gonna fuck that
1: bucket. Uh, it looks like a sex toy topper to a popcorn it bucket. It looks like hundred percent. It's the reverse joke of the popcorn in the movie theater now. Yeah. Where your dick used to go to the bottom. Now it definitely goes in the top.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, it is it is fully real, this Dune popcorn bucket. And they
1: they're they they have not pulled it or anything. They're doing No, it. no, it's
0: yeah, They're they're doing it. They're doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it is available at AMC hey, Theaters. Brett, are they doing
1: it tune it? Oh, you know it.
0: Um this was really funny because honestly. Because this has already made uh, a joke all over online, everyone was making any joke they could about this. Um, it's a little bit of an easy target, but the fact that they took it to the next level and oh, turned it into so like good. this no. musical kind of uh, you know thing that it, that was it was it was so good stuff.
2: This but, is much better than than waiting three more weeks to do it as well, exactly. which sometimes they do. You know, so it's like the joke's we, over. We at talked about though.
1: this actually in the episode with the uh, with the bowling uh, where all, uh, the, the the pins get hit. Yeah, and it's like the whatever. That's a very uh, popular thing on Instagram where they have like nine eleven references and Holocaust references. Oh yeah, yeah, you've seen those, right? Yeah, yeah. They, I had not. They had not. And so, my
2: algorithm isn't that
1: dark. <laughs> so, so I, I send memes to my friends all the time. Whatever. I've definitely seen those. I thought in my head, I'm like, if 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 this is one of those things where uh, some of the writers came up with this independently of seeing that. Then it's it's really clever, but if it's just a retread of like because they're they're softer jokes than what you can find online. Oh yeah. So it's not, so that's just lazy writing, in my opinion. If that's truly what happened, like.
0: But at the same time, I do think that this had a little bit more specificity to it because no, no I'm,
1: I'm talking specifically about the bowling. No, no, I know. This is different.
0: No, no, I'm talking I'm talking about the bowling too. The bo- for oh. me for me the bowling because even though I recognize like oh this is something that people have done online for a while, the the fact that they made it. Uh, less sensational and a little bit more like dramatic and drawn out as opposed to just doing something that's like tacky and like you know tasteless like that that was a, that's a whole different thing okay the fact that they carried it out longer and like made these like full scenes out of like doing the thing that that was, so that, enough was enou- that was yeah. enough for you yeah
1: okay it wasn't enough for me
0: well you're kind of a bitch so
1: so the the popcorn bucket though thing I know that it's everywhere and everyone was making the joke. But like you said, they took it then to the next level. Yeah. Whereas I think that the bowling stuff, the next level had to been taken online and they just softened it a bit. That's how I looked at it anyway. But this is an escalation of that, which is wonderful. Making
2: a full-blown fucking music video out of this yeah. is awesome.
0: It was great. It was r- really good stuff. And I do wonder if they went and got the actual buckets or if they just made them themselves.
2: I bet they got the actual ones. Who knows?
1: Hey, Lauren probably got it. He's going up. He
2: probably uh-huh. knows AMC chairman Russ Goldblatt. <laughs> That's a good name. All right, drugs on campus. In this sketch, college students who follow a strict lifestyle overact when their friends, uh, played by Andrew Smooks and others, experiment with microdosing on shrooms. This sketch also features Bowen and Yang, Chloe Feynman, and Devin Walker as their college friends. As somebody that has microdosed many times, Ben, what did you think of this sketch? <laughs> Uh, I don't even know where microdose is. I take the whole thing, <laughs> or I don't even do it. Uh, did did you like this? Uh, it 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 was odd. It was funny. Oh, I thought it time. was so funny. I thought it was I thought it was fine. I, I didn't love it. No, like, I really liked this sketch. I liked it a lot actually. I,
1: so I think that and maybe this is why I liked it. You tell me, Brad. I liked it because normally in a sketch like this, um, the weird people, uh, are like you've only got one straight person in the sketch, and like. This is a group of everybody agreeing, like, what are you talking about? And these two are the weird ones. Yeah. That's different. That's played a little different than mm-hmm. they normally do. it. Is that why you thought it
0: was maybe as funny? I mean, I, I just really liked Mikey Day and Io Deberry's performances because they fully they felt like they were in a 90s dare Absolutely. cheesy after school special 100%. every time they were speaking and having everyone else around them be just kind of like just normal, like not even not even reacting in the same exaggerated way. Was was great, and so like just the way that they sold every single line that they did, and like you know misusing terms and and all that stuff, and especially when they left and then came back and like and it continued to get worse, and they continued to react. Do you remember?
2: More. I felt like it went a little long, though. I felt like that was a funny bit in the first couple interactions, the a couple back and forth. But then I was like, okay, it's done. You thought I, it, no, it, it escalated fine. well? I was fine. It reminded me a little bit. It's like the reverse. Remember the uh, the cocaine in
1: the bathroom sketch? Yeah. So it reminded me of the reverse of that, right? The, the two guys trying to score cocaine are the, are the straight men. Yeah. And everybody else is weird. Right. In this one, everybody else is the straight man, and these two are really weird. Yeah. It worked on both levels, though. Both those sketches work really well because you've got two characters that are uh, either really, really weird or really straight, and everybody else around there is the opposite. When sketches, normally when they do this, somebody turns and gets on their side or this and that. Yeah. And, and the fact that they didn't do that—that—that uh, that, that I think made it really funny. There's
0: also a great physical gag that uh, Io had when the way she unfurled her luggage backpack. Yeah, and, and is, like,
1: like yeah. sternly walked away. So good. She no, would, was good.
2: She, she's a great sketch comedian. Oh, she would she's do really Well, on SNL, a hundred percent. Like she could have done really great, had a really great career on SNL if she wanted. All right, um, moving on. Bad couples. A news reporter played by Bo and Yang interview. Several random couples from New York City to ask him how they met. The sketch also includes appearances by Molly Carney as Hannah Jennings, Michael Longfellow as Keith Michaels, and Marcelo Hernandez as a man. A man. Uh, That is how you need it. He's he's got a deep voice. Yeah, he's
1: got a baby face and a deep voice. Oh,
2: And he's only like five foot four. Honestly, I'm attracted to that guy. You should be. I find him attractive. You should be. And he's got he's got like I that Latin this. lover, oh, like yeah. oh, just that guy. I want to be next to
0: uh, him. Uh who else was in this sketch, e-
2: Everyone. Uh, literally everyone. No, but who else yeah, who but, isn't normally but yeah, in the sketch? Who, who
1: else? Uh, please, please don't destroy my feelings here. Uh Martin Hurley?
0: Yes. Martin Hurley appeared. Didn't have Did any see, lines. It seemed there, really awkward, honestly. Also, didn't it seem really uh,
1: awkward? Got a really big audience reaction. Yeah. But didn't it seem really awkward though? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it just it was weird to see other stage actors that weren't that are just extras, yeah. you know. And then for some reason martin they could have gotten just any other white guy right yeah but why did they if, i don't, don't know martin why I, I wonder why did he write it,
2: it i don't know they've not nobody oh, okay the, so just so our listeners know the the writing when i when i'm able to read that it's because the cast members or the writers who i all follow on snl post something in their stories you or you or you post, follow them on, on x uh sorry on no usually on instagram twitter instagram reddit um and you find it, and there's Reddit sub, or there's threads on subreddits that we where you can find some some of that information well. so what, what, what But if they is, don't post it, then we don't know.
1: Nate yeah. Nate does the research for the show, and it, it does show, buddy. We really do appreciate it.
0: Yeah, the only t- the only uh, writers where they list specific sketches in the credits is if it's a pre recorded sketch. They Correct. Credit that in the actual because there's always machine. a director usually yeah. of that, that they. Sure.
2: Um, but what did you guys think of this? I thought it was fine. No, I thought this was a uh,
0: a solid sketch. It was it was not my favorite of the night. It was it it's was fine. <laughs> enjoyable having the uh the double entrance of IO debris with two different people was a pretty nice touch. Oh yeah. Um and then uh man, the audience was real horny to have Bowen Yang and Marcelo Hernandez kiss, huh? Yeah. Like they were really hoping
1: for yeah. it.
2: And the, that honestly it kinda speaks was so Ben.
1: But it kinda <laughs> speaks to like the, that moment was I mean, they because they played it so they good, They played it very organically. I mean, yeah. honestly, look they were doing a dramatic scene in a comedy sketch. Yeah. I mean it was really they had a good. real, real meat yeah, it was really fun. Like good for them. They they pulled it off. Uh, it was okay, incredibly believable. Yeah. Right. And so that's why the audience is gonna get it on it. I love that. Um yeah I, I don't know i uh I don't know if they could have gone maybe a- I thought it went a little long. Well, I know they tried to include a lot of different bits, so it's like no this is my sister is my girlfriend as well or whatever. that's not enough for me like yeah. it, it's an easy joke, but like nothing is the escalation I guess wasn't I was waiting for something more out outlandish to happen I suppose mm-hmm. not that I didn't respect what they were doing it was funny enough yeah, but you can really throw something crazy out there and that didn't really
2: happen.
0: Yeah, I think I think I would I would agree with it in the same yeah, it
2: just seemed like a, a like the definitional of just a fine sketch. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. All right. Moving on, weekend update. Weekend update anchors, Colin Jost and Michael Che tackle the week's biggest news like Nikki Haley targeting Biden and Trump with grumpy old men campaign ads. Um Colin Jost uh headed towards a major major milestone on this episode. Uh, it was his two hundredth episode as an SNL cast member and weekend update anchor. So big, big night for him. Two hundo. Yeah. So everybody, ben, kno- everybody yep. knows what the breadometer is. It's the uh, breadometer. The breadometer. Not listened well. But- uh,
1: the breadometer is uh, everybody knows what it is. So I'm going to give this one a. If you don't know what it is, listen to the last episode. The breadometer on this one is going to be a. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little lower than I expect because it's all Michael Che. It's Michael Che. He reacting, was having fun, but he's been having fun. But he has fun. But but he was he, and it was a little bit better. You know towards Colin Jost even But he kept saying again He's he's really leaning into the I like this audience And it's making Colin Jost smile But they're not directly but interacting
2: they're not interacting Because exactly. Colin Jost had fun with Sarah Sherman In the bit which we'll get to But it wasn't a lot with it, Michael Che
1: We can cut this but Brad can you please pull up your calculator On your phone and give the breadometer And then set it aside mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. We've, we've said this for a long time that we really We, we guess and then you're like mm, Yeah I'm going to change it Yeah okay got it um so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 75. I think that it was enough of a of a good back and forth because
2: Colin was laughing a lot at what at what Shay was doing that's what I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna go a little lower because I th- I actually like the weekend update but I don't think Again, they had a ton we of chemistry. talk about this it doesn't matter I know matter. I know that's what I'm saying I, I just want to preface it, it, does, it off does, that.
1: it does play a little part because like it has to be good for yeah. but but yeah the, but, the, but it, it, so he's Nate's wrong though it it has to be good because th- then there's gonna be interaction. If it's bad, then Colin's gonna clam up.
2: All I was saying was that I liked Weekend Update. I thought there was some good stuff here, but I don't think the barometer's high. I'm gonna go because it's Brad with a 69.
0: <laughs> w- 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 yeah. sh- show your
2: calculator, buddy.
0: Well, uh, one of you is gonna be very happy because I put down 75. Oh, dang it! Right on the frickin' money right on the button you nice. did it Thanks, congrats
2: buddy, buddy. See, crushed wow. it so crushed uh, it. all right brad tell us why did you come up with the 75
0: uh honestly it's it's m- m- very much for the reasons basically that that ben said Thank Cause, you. cuz there Thank was you, brad. there there it was there was a little bit there and it was a very good weekend update um and like there there is a playfulness that is unspoken between them in this one because Che is having such a good time and Colin is enjoying Che having a time. So even though they're not directly interacting with each other, there's still see. there's a little bit of camaraderie you there. Yeah, there yeah.
2: wasn't a lot there, though. There no, was there, no not maybe, a lot there. No,
1: maybe not to the untrained eye, Nate.
0: Hey. But if you're hey. if
2: you're,
1: a, if you're a true comedy scholar like Brad and I, you <laughs> can see when Colin <laughs> Joe has this little tiny smirk, you know that he's like, "I love
2: you, Michael." Yeah. That's what it is. I do love Michael Chase. I love his audience, dude. Uh, I want the that pa- to the past the past three episodes. He's been crushing yeah. it. He has been just on fire.
0: Yeah, he just he he like the, the groans give him strength. And oh, they, they, the, the they jokes fuel. this time
1: the jokes this time were very good. I was yeah, laughing. Really I thought hard. it was actually a pretty good weekend the, update. The easiest joke they did was the Gaza ceasefire in Chicago, and then mm-hmm. that's that's an easy enough joke. But there were some really really funny things that happened, and they didn't have to rely on like seen here watching an orphanage burn down. Like, they didn't have to yeah. do one of those, and they still had a really solid episode.
2: But you know what made it even better, Nate? All right, Weekend Update bit. CJ Rossitano on winning the SNL ticket lottery. CJ Rossitano, played by Sarah Sherman. Oh, you mean Colin Jost Rossitano? Stops by Weekend Update to discuss his experience winning tickets to SNL. Gosh. Sarah Sherman has Colin Jost's number, and I love it every time. Well, it's just my so favorite much thing fun. about this is- It's just so much So funny. it started as Sarah Sherman just
0: appearing as herself- and roasting Colin Joe's,
1: and that happened what three times? I think just two. It was like the, the Sarah News, yeah, right. Well, no, which, no not,
0: not even Sarah News. It was just her like being, oh, being even on before that. Yeah, it's okay. separate from Sarah News. And like I think there was one Sarah News where it turned into her gotcha, roasting. Gotcha, gotcha. But which,
2: but, by the way. Bring that back. We haven't seen that in a well, while.
1: Well, no, the thing is, they keep reinventing it.
0: Well, yeah. So so the, mm-hmm. they did another one where she played a guru, and that turned into her roasting Colin Jones as a character. And this is the same kind of thing where she's, she's roasting him, but in an entirely different way. They Great. keep reinventing Wonderful. the wheel,
1: and the wheel keeps getting fucking rounder and rounder. Yeah. Like, this is the best version of this, in my opinion. Yeah. This it was, was so funny. fucking funny.
0: Yeah. the, the uh, My favorite touch is that they did a slight blur filter when they they cut to the the the, the grill.
1: Such a good little thing. she's such a freaking good performer that she snaps right when... the And she didn't miss the cue once. It was perfect. And they cut perfectly. It was so, so funny. There were no technological issues. And, I mean, even when he reacted... Organically to something, she matched his mannerisms. Yeah, even though that wasn't planned. Yeah, that was really That's funny. That's really
2: good. And you know? Sketch comedy needs chemistry. To oh, really, god! And they have so much good chemistry. Yeah. it's so much fun. I do. It like, makes
0: me wonder, like, how something like this comes about because I, I don't know if Sarah Sherman and Colin Jones knew each other before Sarah came to SNL. Probably if, or not. Like so, like, I wondered, like, where this kind of relationship comes I from and how they figured out. You're like,
1: you you have these sensibilities. Like, Colin Jones maybe knows that he's never gonna be be able to pull off that style of comedy because that's not who he is. Yeah. But he probably is that funny and, and can be in that way, but he doesn't have the face for it. So how do I make how do I partner with somebody who can do this? Yeah. That's it's perfect. I don't ever want this to go away. I want nine more of these. Yeah. Like but they bring all, yeah, all different characters. Yeah. The also one of my favorite parts had nothing to do with it.
2: It was the whole like I just like watching that dump
1: truck ass. Like yeah.
3: what was that so
1: silly? I love that.
2: Love it. I do wonder if they have a previous relationship or like history because she's from Long Island, you know. So she she's in the New York comedy circuit, and, and maybe and that so, is it. You like know. if they've had yeah, a long, possible. good you lord, know, though. Um,
1: like uh, one, two, three, cocaine. Yeah. Like everything about this worked. They were so good.
2: But it is a kind of a big sister, little sister, or big, big, big brother, little sister relationship that is just so much fun to watch. Do yeah. you think? Uh, let me ask you this: Do you think? Sarah Sherman
0: has a dump truck
1: ass. (laughs) She might. Do you think that everything on the cue cards was uh, he had seen them before? Was he reading anything for the first time? It looked a little bit like.
0: I'm kind of curious about that, too, because some of it, it seems like he's reacting to it. Like the joke swap stuff. Yeah, like he he didn't know because you can tell when he's like hamming it up and knows what he's supposed to do. But there were times when it felt like he didn't know that that was coming. And it's
1: either that he's playing it up like, I don't want to say this. And like, we're faking that I don't know. Right. I, he's so good at it though yeah. that I don't know I if it's have, organic. I've
2: or heard. It. I don't know if this is true, but uh, it was the. It's from the same audience member that said AOC was no, no. This is from the podcast that um, Keenan Thompson used to produce. Uh, it was the I forget what it was. It was like the wait the line SNL line kind of podcast. But, was it the one with
1: Chris Red where it's like you won't sleep with my wife? No, <laughs> it's very short lived.
2: But, but it was a very short lived podcast. But they always attended the the dress rehearsals, and so they got to talk about. Like the differences between sure, dress rehearsal sure. too, and they mentioned that oftentimes the joke, same jokes, were said in dress rehearsal. But Colin Joseph is really good yeah. at making it. Seem and like and it, it honestly, is, is, yeah. he's been doing what I mean yep. to, to your credit, Nate. You just did the
1: research. Uh, his two hundredth yep. time doing this, I think he knows what he's now,
2: doing. By now. now obviously the John Mulaney stuff, you know, with the well, uh, Bill Hayden, that's different because he, he was we clearly, clearly he's trying to make it break. But yeah, yeah. I for my or for my listen to that podcast Lauren actually doesn't like changes of course on, not. Oh, no, 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 no. That. Yeah. so like I think a lot of it is kind of just played up but man, yeah yeah
1: that's so it's just man they're so good they're just so good together and then we just talked about this Heidi Gardner uh being on the the uh the newsman tarot cards like that's kind of the reverse uh, you know, uh,
2: what, uh, what, uh, did you he watch that movie? or not? Yeah, yeah, of course, he watched it. I didn't know if he because he wasn't here I watched watch the, the episode. He watched
1: it, he still got to do his review for fucking Slash Film. I actually, know. I actually didn't. I just saying, see, oh, see, I don't read hey, it. Hey, so hey. I don't know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh wow, I was, was wow. trying try to defend I knew you. knew you
2: didn't do it because I read it, trying yeah. try to
1: defend you, and then in, sorry. So, both of you just showed your true colors, yeah, exactly. Well, you knew what they were. So, anyway, um, we were very much in agreement that, that I want to see that Heidi Garner again, yeah, I want to see that happen with. With che just like Sarah does it with Colin. Yeah. I think it's a, it's there a, it was a fun. great chemistry between
2: yeah, the two of them. Yeah, great. I agree. Yeah. All right. Moving on, trivia quest. A game show host fears off course when contestants portrayed by, uh, Io Adebary. Yeah. Yep. Freaking good yeah. boy. Mikey Day and Sarah Sherman answer trivia questions. Ego Wodum plays the role of a game show host with Punky Johnson appearing as the judge. Um, this is the second game show of the episode correct it is which one did you like better
0: uh the first one but I didn't not enjoy this one I, th- I thought this was is very fun um a, a pretty basic premise but the way that they built up the camaraderie between Io Debiri and ego ego Wodum was a lot of fun and the fact that she just like really leaned into it and it was like it was helping her out and that kind of stuff and just I, I like that that banter and that that playfulness between the two that that blossomed
1: i like that i think that they they definitely could have played up the white guilt stuff some more yeah i would have been okay with that um they they definitely got in mikey day's face over and over again which was really fun because she's what yeah, my, you're she's clear, what you're, i was I'm trying to say it she's your favorite, favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that's funny but i would have loved more of that because that's what this sketch is about yeah and it's okay to to definitely lamb, so lambast lambast. Uh, you you know. would have
2: liked to bring Mikey Day into more of it. I would have liked
1: to bring uh, Sarah Sherman's character as well. Yeah. Of like, you know, hey, uh, this isn't fair. Oh, really? It's not mm-hmm. fair. We want to talk about fair. To play off that, the yeah, awkwardness because that that yeah. is what this is about. They made it more individual. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just helping helping her when there is an opportunity there to just blast uh, uh, the inequality. Yep. Overall, and again, I really like the sketch, but there's. You could bring this back. You yeah. could do something bigger with it later and uh, and really target uh, s- some some larger points about inequality. But honestly, I, I laughed quite a few times. Yeah, I did yeah. too. I yeah, really I mean, did like when they cut to the I mean, I saw it coming, right? They're like, all right, I guess we'll go to the judges. Yeah. And I knew. I was like, this is going to be
2: three black women or whatever it was. And man, perfect. All right. This sketch reminded me of Ben, if you've ever been stuck in an elevator with him. Uh, stuck in the elevator, written by Osher Ward, Bo and Yang, and steam. Tensions arise when a group of characters become trapped in an elevator. Damn right they do. (laughs) Trapped in an
0: elevator.
2: (laughs) Was that an aerosmith? It was. Uh, It uh, It was a variation. Hey you see how (laughs) parody, if you will. You see how we speak each other's language when it comes to music. So all right, what did you guys think of this one? This Stuck is in the elevator. fucking weird. I so odd. I don't know who uh, I actually Asha so so I, 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 I didn't really exactly. get it.
1: I got it, but to me, this I was, sorry. I got it, and then when they opened the like elevator button and got yep. out there, I didn't know why that.
2: Yeah. Part. So this yep.
0: to me, this was the weakest sketch of the night, other than the cold open, because obviously. Um, but yeah, like it. It's weird because like the the gag is is obviously that it escalates so quickly, and that's that's amusing yes. in itself. Yes. But at the same time, it felt like the sketch was moving too fast to really like work. I guess I, I, I don't, I don't,
1: that that seems you, counterintuitive. You, you but, jump to a literal fantasy land for real, yeah, where they leap out another in this magical world after what a minute and a half. Yeah, I
0: felt like they. they it felt like to get to that point, they needed more
1: build up. Um, and I they, don't they, they see, should, I don't even know they need to get there. Yeah, I think there's just the fact that the firefighters are like so concerned, like. What are you talking? about? Does anybody actually want to get out of the elevator and then trying to convince them to get it? And maybe one of the one of the firefighters decides to get into the elevator and keep yeah. going with that. I think that could have been just as fun. It was such an elaborate ending.
0: It
2: was so weird,
0: especially for an ending that felt like it was like, well, we don't really know how to end this.
2: So but gonna, like they it's,
0: really leaned into it. Yeah, really. It went. It, leaned went
2: into it. it went real Sarah Sherman at the end there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it was just, very, like it was just a, weird. Just yeah, weird. Exactly. I, I'm not. But to Brad's point though, when when. Uh, when almost immediately they were like uh well bowen's line is maybe the line of the night where he's like there's three men and two women so there's enough what did he say there's enough, enough meat for the mouth yeah. meat for the mouth <laughs> yeah. and the ways i'm like oh
0: my god but uh, I, I i i do have one part that i did enjoy which was when they started like being what they wanted to be and everyone wanted to be a male <laughs> <Bail> man
1: <laughs> and they like no you you already said you were gonna be asked that yeah no, you can't be, you know what? You can be my man, but you got to pick something else. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> there was enough there to like. Yeah. It just, it, it got so it, weird so quickly. In any other episode,
0: this would have been a better sketch, yeah. but because the rest of the episode was pretty much like very good, like this
1: kind of just felt like, eh. Like I don't know what we're doing here. Yeah. 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 For sure. Hey, what that, about, what do you
2: think? Uh, I thought it was fine. I, I, did, I thought it really veered at the end there, which kind of lost me in the the whole sketch as a whole. Like I just thought, what are we doing? Why are we going that yeah, way? Yeah. Or, or like, I, Sometimes they have you by a rope, and you're you're going okay. I'm I'm going with this. I'm going with this. And then it was a disappointing ending to the sketch. If they sure. would have escalated to something that I thought was really fun, it would have been a better sketch. Sure, but in a night that I thought had some really good sketches, it just was a forgettable sketch for Very me. Very fair. But um, all right. Speaking of a a great sketch with Io Adebury, um, this was School Hypnotist, written by Andrew Dismukes, Vanessa Jackson, Asha Ward, and Ag- August White. A professional hypnotist, played by Andrew Spukes, who could really only play this character, he does so well <laughs> in this awkward character, introduces the art of hypnosis to a group of high school students. The teacher is played by Heidi Gardner, and the janitor is played by Keenan Thompson. This is kind of um, Iowa Debory's character is kind of like when Brad tries to like name drop all the people he's met, but he doesn't want to really name drop, but. You know, He's kind of beating around the bush a little bit about it, and then it just finally comes out. It's like possessed. Like, it well, but well, I can't believe you hypnotized me <laughs> to let you know that I met Chris Hemsworth. What a <laughs> weird
0: comparison. I know.
2: That, it's, it's exactly what I thought of. I'm like, this is- This, this is, is Brad all day long. Yeah, this is Brad. Solomon Brad. A lot of people
0: say I do have the vibe of a black <laughs> bisexual boy, so- <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I've said it for years. I've said this so many times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you. This did, was, you definitely didn't listen to the last two episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, th- this was hilarious. I loved this. this actually, awesome. I loved this. Yeah, this too. was so much so fun. Weird. It felt like and she was possessed. She was. She was so the good. In so
0: into this the character. Belt move. Yeah. The fucking like, belt move. It's like her own variation on like Steve Urkel in yes. a way. It's, but it's, it, it's Pat a little bit, yeah. It, and it felt like a character. Like I feel like she maybe this is her character yes. that she had in her back pocket. She was wasn't on, on the cue card. She was just like yeah, like in it, it. It was so so good. It felt like like it felt like she was a cast member on SNL, yes. and this was a recurring
1: character. This, yes. this is a this is a Kristen Wiig or Kate McKinnon yeah. level yeah.
2: character. Yeah. It was
1: so so
0: good. Yeah. I fully I, it, formed. So I'm weird. so glad you
2: guys thought that because I'm watching this. I'm like this is
0: electric. It's, I watched it yeah.
1: three times.
0: So weird. I watched it so three funny. Times. And I. And I love the escalation, too, of Keenan Thompson suddenly getting into the the hypnotist, too. It was so, so funny. And
1: to be clear, I am not telling this person (laughs) to come out as bi, because it's a kid, you know? And then, so I think something that helps this sketch is Heidi Gardner. And I know, ha, 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 I like Heidi Gardner. But the fact that she is... I didn't say anything. And you looked at me weird. She is in this sketch because she's letting the audience know no, he he is a little off. Yeah. This isn't normal. And so you do need to have a side character like that sometimes. Make sure that everybody in the sketch understands who is who yeah. you're supposed to think is weird. Yeah. Yep. Because if the if the To be that north star if, a little bit. If the teacher is also going like, "Yeah, Mr. What are you doing?" then it loses something yeah. but the fact that like now we're back on board like everybody knows like yes yeah, Solomon are you are being a little you're being a little aggressive yeah. it made it so much better so it, it's just so well. that's a really well written sketch I saying, and a, the performance is number 1 but it's a very well written it's a good note
2: sketch. on the writing that you the, the subtlety of the sub-characters It does matter. Matters as and, well. And
1: that means that the director has to yep. kick that camera at the right time and that Heidi has to deliver her line without a flub. And it, this only works if everything's firing. You could have kept the camera on her the entire time, yeah. obviously, but the fact that there were a lot of moving parts here as far as the background characters, it worked really well, especially, uh, oh my God, Keenan was great uh, coming at the end. Okay. And then just like all of them singing, oh, wow good stuff some vocalists on this too. yeah well and I, you know I, I almost see when i what's the new person's name chloe chloe trost. Trost. when i see chloe trost in a in a sketch and i'm like i wonder She's gonna be I, singing. I wonder what musical we're doing you know because they really are relying on her i do mm-hmm. want to see her do a little bit more than that because again y- you don't want to see it coming
2: right it was a note that i thought as well when i was watching sarah sherman what is this her third season or second Sarah Sherman, I think it's his third, right? Third, I think so, yeah. But how comfortable she is, and like you go from a Chloe Trost who's new, who's doing great. Doing great, yeah. To a Sarah Sherman who's just found their groove. It takes two or three seasons, but they just find their groove. Just crushing it. Crushing it, man. All right, moving on People's Court. Bad Hair Day, written by Alex English, Jimmy Fowley, Gary Richardson, and Asha Ward. A woman portrayed by Ayo Adeberi is suing her former hairdresser, played by Ego Wodum. The judges played by Keenan Thompson, the bailiff played by Devin Walker, and Janelle White by Punky Johnson. So this was this was kind of a, a, a ten to one sketch, honestly. Because this this was, this was, this, was odd. this was great
1: until they classically didn't know how to end it. Yeah, they did. It was the worst ending of the night for any sketch. I really enjoyed what they were doing though. Like the it's an exposed brain that's insane. Like her blowing on it, so she. Doesn't remember it. Uh, there's a lot of really funny stuff here, but it just takes an absolute dump on the lawn at the end. I mean, just embarrassingly so. Yeah, anybody couldn't have come up with a. It didn't really know way. how to escalate. It was so weird. It,
2: it it certainly didn't. Know what do, you, what do really you think, Bradford?
0: I agree. Uh, yeah, the ending was just like what? What the fuck? Yeah. Their
2: performances were good though. I know. I, I, I thought like, there was I, some good yeah, comedy yeah, happening there. There but. was a there. There should have been
1: hopefully a way to button that up where you're like yeah. that ends on a high note. It's it's a big laugh and then end. Whoa. Yeah. What what a what a missed opportunity.
0: But yeah, but overall the sketch was still. It's still wacky. Very, it's weird funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and <laughs> Punky Johnson looks so funny with like
1: that the her hair Seriously. pulled back and like there's just a huge And force. the fact that like uh Keenan and um, Devin make fun of yeah. her yeah and it's like we don't normally do yeah, you could know, tell it's like, oh I'm sorry about that, but we just couldn't help ourselves. Yeah. Like
2: that's great. There's some really good stuff here. A note on Punky Johnson. We have before said that Punky Johnson needs to find her voice. Do you guys feel like she's kind of doing a little more of that this this season?
0: It's one of those things where it's like it's uh it's, it's it can be hit or miss. Like sometimes she has like great moments within episodes. Yep. I, I don't think she's still fully found her groove. If anything, I, I think just don't that know if she
2: ever will be a featured featured part of every episode.
0: Yeah, I think that like she she has these like little niches where she she kind of fits into various sketches in a certain way that like really helps the sketch without being the star. Mm-hmm. She's had a couple instances where though she's been it Like the uh the sketch when they had Bad Bunny and they did the Spanish soap opera. Yep. And she yeah. and that she was hilarious in that. And every now and then she gets a moment to shine like that. The best thing
1: she ever did was her and Mikey Day being themselves on weekend update. That was funny, yeah. It was the funniest thing. So I want, things I, that she's actually said but I, yeah, bring that back. And I, I want I want more I wanna if, if that comes up again on the next weekend update, next next week or whatever, where she she and Mikey come back on and do that again, I'm gonna laugh. It was great. Yeah. So she's the best when she can be herself, and so I want to see more of that. I do. Because
0: yeah. I don't. I don't think that she's bad by any means. Um. I. I, I do think that it is. It's you know, and not, not everyone does find their groove. You know. I S&M. will say though,
1: she. Um. She is way better than even last year at delivering her lines. Like, if you if you look back, I agree. That's what I'm saying. A little I bit feel more like stilted. A little bit more. Water. She's at least comfortable now, and yep. she can. I agree. In a sketch, deliver line without. Uh, pulling focus that
2: wow that was a little stilted delivery and she's not just playing the waiter delivering exactly. food to the table yeah they're, they're right?
1: doing there's there's more meat there for sure
2: yeah so I just want to give her a shout out because I do think she's growing into this whether she'll be on SNL for many more seasons I don't know but I like her a lot finding though her I, I want to I just want to now I, I, now I that want that her do to it, I get I a see, character though I, wanna I wanna want see her more to of her. find a character that yeah she can own that is really really yeah. good yeah. Cause yeah I think yeah. it's there's something there so all right, that's the episode. There was no comfort time sketches when we are recording, at least at this point, uh, on Monday night. So there's nothing there on the SNL YouTube channel. Let's do uh, MVP first. Who was your MVP of the night?
1: i owe a deborah
2: yep i'm giving it to i thought so too because she incredible she should have been on snl yeah for for her first time hosting she did
0: an incredible job she she easily fit in with the cast character work felt like she could have been been with them for a few years and yeah just just very fun very natural and and, and sketches
2: and it is hard to know the moment to feel the moment and to not miss the moment i mean she's so
1: young and and just you know again Yes, she does have that stand-up background and and yes, she's got pro- she mentioned in the amount like she's friends maybe at the
2: show a little bit. Yeah, I'm um, sure some of the writers and yeah. the cast members came but, up with her in New York, yes, you know? good Sir Lord. Sherman may have been. I don't know.
1: Somebody just that confident, you know, and just again, maybe even bringing a fully formed character to the show. Like, I don't know who wrote that, but the wow. school hypnotist? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh Andrew speaks Vanessa Jackson, Asha Ward and August White. So
1: maybe that's and again I will I will shout out if we had to, you know gun on my head I had to pick a cast member this week. Um, Dismukes was great. He uh, was the hypnotist was great. He was in a lot. He did he had a lot of heavy, heavy heavier lifting. and he helped way. write that sketch, which yeah. was really yeah. great. Really really good stuff.
2: All right, sketch of the night. School hypnotist. School hypnotist. That was mine. <sighs> yeah, that was
1: yeah. for me too. I'm I'm just thinking about this. I didn't actually pick one beforehand. I
2: also liked why'd you say it a lot. I thought that was very good. Yeah, but-
0: I liked Dune. Popcorn Bucket a little bit more than Did that. you? Yeah. Okay.
2: But for me, School Hypnotist yeah, was- Yeah, the character work is f- just phenomenal. There was magic happening in yeah. this yeah, it was so-
0: Especially if that's not a character that she had in her back pocket. Oh, God. If that's like, the case, then it's yeah. the best one of the
1: season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe in two years. Yeah. Like, honestly.
2: Yeah.
0: Nobody like if, comes- Like, if she, if she fit that well into that character- Yeah, nobody comes that hard on a character.
2: It is almost- you know the greats, the Justin Timberlakes, yeah. the the characters that that yeah. are the hosts that Br- bring give it on themselves down to homeless Over yeah. to and I would
0: if she hosts again,
1: and I hope she does.
0: And I, that comes. Yeah, if Solomon doesn't come back, I'll be pissed.
2: Seriously.
1: Oh yeah, no, you're not wrong. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm just. Last week was fine. Week before sucked. This episode was great. I'm
2: would so you say happy. Best episode of the season so far. Not of this season probably, but... Uh, it's, it's up there. It's, it's
0: got to be in top three, I think. Yeah, oh well, for sure. Yeah. For
2: sure. So who would you say is the best of the season then? R- read out the, uh, uh, the, the hosts, sir. All right. Hold on. All right. Let's start from the beginning. Uh, Pete Davidson, Bad Bunny, Nate Bargatze... Timothy Chalamet, Jason Mom- You loved the Jason Momoa episode. Uh, Emma Stone, Adam Driver. Oh, those are two good episodes. Yeah, Emma those Stone, that's Driver. it. Top three. Kate McKinnon, Jacob Elordi, Dakota yeah, Johnson, it's, and it's Adam, Io- it's Adam Driver and Emma Stone and I.O. Deborah. Me,
0: it's it's Emma Stone, Adam Driver, I.O. Deborah. Okay. Really? Yeah, I like the Emma Stone episode better.
2: All right, well, I do want to give a shout out. It's probably May 4th. Fourth place. I thought the Nate Bargatze episode was really good. was funny. Funny.
1: Um, Who was it the week before Nate? Bad Bunny. Who I, had
2: a, a really, Bad Bunny's episode was really good I the episode as a whole wasn't perfect, but there were some sketches in there that were just. Those are really they would bad. make my top ten sketches. So th- the for,
1: sketch of the Bad Bunny episode that comes to mind is the one. It's a pre-tape where they the the so good It is. It'll be a top ten sketch of the season for me. It's just same thing with Nate Bargatze and the 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 meters and feet. George
2: Washington. Amazing sketch. So um so if if people are saying not a good season, there's been there's plenty been some of, bad episodes plenty of stuff as there though. always are, but there's been some great Just, just stuff recently, as well. I
0: heard somebody say I'm old enough to remember when SNL was funny. It's like well, you're old enough that you should be in the fucking ground
1: then.
2: Whoa. She's yeah. <laughs> OP. No, I'm not
0: I'm not pulling any punches when it comes to SNL. You don't you don't
2: fuck with my uh, show. I mean
1: you just say, Oh, I didn't know you're that dumb.
2: <laughs> Do we have anybody coming up on SNL that we need to watch soon? No, the the <laughs> season's done and uh we're finished. Now uh,
0: it's, uh as of Shane? gillis yes uh, a very shocking announcement was made during this episode and that that comedian shane gillis is going to be hosting the february 24th episode is that the and right
2: date correct
1: if, he really did say on a podcast that he would kill himself rather than host yeah and SML. so
0: so for those of you if you maybe don't know who shane gillis is uh shane gillis was actually hired as a featured player on saturday night live a few years ago Uh, But before he could make his debut, some podcast clips surfaced uh, of him appearing where he was making uh, racist and homophobic remarks. Um, granted they were quote unquote ingest, uh, you know, as, <laughs> as a comedian yeah. is one to do. Yep. Um, but, uh, they, they, uh, got him in some hot water and they, uh, they announced that they would not be hiring him as a cast member after all. And there was a whole brouhaha about it. And it's, I think that that is, is actually that about 10
2: years ago. Is it roughly?
0: No, I, I think it was only like five or six years ago. Well, right? I mean, he,
1: he didn't get the show two years ago. The podcast clips were from about
2: five to seven yeah. years ago, I think.
1: So,
0: yeah. it's um So, so the, the controversy around that is kind of what got him a little more attention. Uh,
2: the Shane Gillis thing was five years ago, uh, SNL, there 2019.
0: So, um, it's just hard to keep Wait, track. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Wait, he didn't get the show 2019?
2: Yeah. It's been five years since he didn't get I
0: the know, show? I know, man. Time, dude.
1: It was Bowen Yang's year and I'm, Chloe I'm Feynman, gonna, And They've been on the show I'm, forever. You know what, guys? Like, this is the last episode. I'm going, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I can't believe that. I thought, I'm thought i not joking, dude. I thought, ah, two years. Any Anything before 2020 now is yeah, like- Yeah, it's in the before, yeah. before time. time.
0: Um, but yeah, so wow. uh, he got a bigger following because of this, because those are the kind of people who support uh, trash whenever they see somebody who's getting quote unquote canceled. Yeah,
1: so he, he got all over Joe Rogan shit, Tom Segura, yeah, and, they, and all these guys that, that His are
0: podcast just, has gotten more popular. Uh, he just recently had his own stand-up special on Netflix, and so now- But I will f- say that I the
1: stand-up special on Netflix is funny.
0: His stand-up special is uh, is is pretty good, and there there is an interesting thing about him, uh, and we've we've talked about this off air, is that there is part of Shane Gillis's persona and his comedy that feels like he's almost in on pandering to the audience that like has made him famous, who like would be complaining about getting canceled and like that's not racist, but in a way where like he's also kind of making fun of them without them knowing it. It's, so it's a really interesting it's really line interesting. to walk.
2: Um, so he, he was a he was a cast member or at least a recurring cast member or cast guest guest cast member on Pete Davidson's recent show, Bubkiss. So he must be friends with a lot of right. this group.
0: And if you watch his stand up special, you'll see that one of the reasons that he was likely going to be hired is because he has a pretty decent Donald Trump impression.
2: His impressions are really good. So uh I think I brought this up with Ben maybe in one of the we talked about this at least maybe just in person, but um uh, Louis C.K., which, again, let's we won't get into his backstory, but he makes a point where uh, Shane Gillis is the only person he's ever seen that can do the shtick that he does in Brooklyn and get a bunch of hipsters to laugh. You know, like he does this, you know, really almost not racist, it's, but there are certainly it, times that are racist, but like not of, everything he does is racist. There's, there's but, stuff
0: that feels like it's right on the line. Yep. Of actually being offensive, In Lucy but cases,
2: not he's brilliant really. because he can actually do it, and the Brooklyn people love him. Yeah, like, it,
1: what it is is he's 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 a half to a quarter step removed from being that guy. Yeah, so he'll say things like, you know, you know, I'm not necessarily Republican. I got a Fox News dad though, or and so like, and I I'm love, not a Republican
2: and, yet, and I, and,
1: I, and I love my dad, and I respect my dad. I think my dad is smart, but he also loves Fox News, so he's aligning right there on yeah. the edge of everything. But then he's also got an uncle that has Down syndrome, and so he, and he he used to coach the special oh, the, Olympics. The
2: bits on that and the bits on so that are, are amazing.
1: But if you just take that kind of out of context and you say, "Why well, he's making fun of the special Olympics?" He's like, yeah. "Motherfucker, I was there. I coach. I, I love these people. These are my people." Yeah. Then you maybe deep dive a little bit more and understand that he's making fun of you if you think that way about the Special Olympics. It's very it's honestly. His, his, Shane Gales is really more nuanced than, than a lot of people. I, like.
0: But at the same time, when you it's listen, still problematic as fuck and, when you listen to his podcast. Yeah, when you listen to some of the stuff he has said, is like there's especially stuff in that the past. there's stuff yeah. that doesn't walk that. No, line at not all. at all. But a lot of people have stuff like that, when, especially when you're a comedian. Because, hey, you make
1: fun of Jennifer Lopez sometimes.
0: Well, there you go. But yeah, <laughs> so I mean, it's you know, it, it's it's, it's really, weird. It's really, really, really weird because it's not one of those things where like. I'm immediately pissed off at the things he says. Uh, uh, unlike someone like Dave Chappelle, who has you know really had a lot of trash stuff recently. Yeah, he's, he's just you he's don't just put
2: big. you don't put him in the shame, uh, the Dave Chappelle. I, I don't work. actually. No, I Dave I, Chappelle is anti trans.
0: I feel like he's. I feel like Shane Gillis could potentially be on the cusp and and like be, especially because he has a friendship with Dave Chappelle. He t- he totally like hangs around with Dave. Chappelle. You know who
2: else says John Mulaney and some of our the comedians Yeah, really exactly. Love. Well, you that's know. there's
1: a reason that Dave Chappelle's not booed. Off the stage when he showed up at the Good Nights the other night, uh, you know, exactly. at, at SNL. I mean, he, although
0: if you did, if, I don't know if you guys noticed this or talked about Bowen, it. Bowen, yeah, we yeah, did. Bowen and Sheriff yeah. Sherman being like pointing at yeah. me and they're like, "Like what the fuck? yeah, Brad? You should did
1: we ever figure out there. why that happened? Like why Dave was maybe he was there,
0: there to get Shane the hosting gig?
1: <laughs> listen, it's a weird line, and I'm I am probably more not excited. Interested to see what this it's is going to be. It's a fantastic move by SNL. Oh, it, it, right? if you're trying to drum gets, up interest in yeah. a show from people that are on the right, you're gonna get more people tuning into this show. Yep. Until the next time they let Dave Chappelle, we
2: could talk about not having Nikki Haley on. But that was the first thing I saw about yeah. SNL on Twitter that night was yeah. Nikki Haley was on. So and, and
1: Lauren is not probably stupid, so he does understand that. Yes, you do have to do equal time, but also we're gonna get views if we do certain things. And I've got a I've got a business to run.
2: Yeah, I get that. It'll be interesting. I'm 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 excited to see it. We'll see what happens. I I doubt it'll be as controversial as Dave Chappelle usually is. I I I,
0: I I'm very curious what he will say during his monologue. The monologue because, because he, there's no way they can address it. Well,
1: and also he's a stand-up. so normally it's a 10 minute monologue. Right. You, know, you you'll let him go. Yeah. So in you, I mean, if it's, if it's if Shane Gillis is at all like vindictive and has just been holding on for this opportunity, and he's like, well, I made I made a couple million. Uh, fuck them. I'm going to burn the whole place. Who knows?
2: That's going to go crazy. We'll see. All right. We'll see. So we'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, but in the meantime, you can listen to our other podcast, Go Flix Yourself, where we talk about uh, the most recent movies we've seen. We review movie trailers, and we just have a lot of fun. Just generally dick around. Probably going to have to watch
1: Stuart Saves His Family now. No, we got
0: you, a we got a couple, couple weeks. weeks. We
2: got a couple. Let's just take a just seize the No, I've been pushing that off.
1: <laughs> you
0: guys can't keep pushing Stewart away.
1: All
2: right,
0: hey, he's good enough. He's smart enough. And gosh, dog on it. it. Oh, dog doggone doggone on it. it. Dog got it. People, people like, like it. him.
2: Brady Bear. Where can people find you online?
0: Uh, Slashroom dot com is where I write about Saturday Night Live. Uh, typically, I was traveling and I was sick for a couple weeks, so I did not review the Jacob Elordi and Dakota Johnson episodes. Who did? nobody uh, <laughs> uh, and and, and rightfully so um but uh you can check out my <laughs> nobody my full review of the io edabiri episode and uh typically every after every new episode you'll find my review on sunday in the afternoon on slashfilm.com and also uh various remarks here and there uh, on twitter at ethan underscore anderton
3: all right all
2: right and uh ben and i are on uh, uh We're on stuff, stuff so you I, can find us also
1: i mean i will tell you that there's a uh if you're if you're anywhere near Northwest Indiana, there's a ten thousand dollar treasure hunt going on right now that I'm sponsoring at the uh, at the full tilt arcade and pinball. So you can win ten thousand dollars, I'm just saying.
2: Yeah. And I've got nothing. So <laughs> hey, I wanna thank you guys for listening. Uh we'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode. Please share this episode, rate us, um, you know, subscribe, tell your friends and your family. Uh, When you see them over uh, Valentine's Day and be like, hey, I got this great podcast for you for Valentine's Day. These three chuckleheads that you'd need to listen to. (laughs) All right. All
0: three of them are very romantic. Very
2: romantic. We're going to kiss.
0: Yeah. Passionately.
2: I didn't know that. All right. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Bye bye.